Hello, lovely single mums, and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be talking about how to date without losing your mind or losing hope. My name is Lucy Good, and I am the founder of Beanstalk Single Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. We offer a blog which covers everything for your single mother journey. We have a single mum only anonymous forum, ebooks and e-courses, as well as an exclusive single mum discount page and lots of giveaways. And it can all be found completely free on our website beanstalkmums.com. But now for today's podcast, I'm very excited to have a return guest and regular contributor to both the Single Mum Vine Facebook page and Beanstalk. And that is the wonderful Ellie Johnson from Truth, Lies and Love. Now, before I before I let Ellie talk, I'm just going to tell everybody a little bit about you, Ellie, which a lot of people know already, but this is worth hearing people because this is proof that Ellie is just the best person to be talking to us on this topic today. So Ellie is a coach, a trainer and a keynote speaker and she works around Australia and the world. (laughs) She's actually an ex-police officer and she started her business almost 20 years ago when she was a single mum like us. Ellie's expertise is as a communications expert with a focus on truth, lies and authenticity. Now, these topics are really important when it comes to reading people in business and interviews um, and in life in general. And the cool thing is that Ellie also uses her skills to teach women who are navigating the treacherous dating scene. Yes, we all know about it. Um, Ellie found through studying the topic of truth and lies, along with over 10 years on and off the single scene, that there's a lot of hidden truth, twisted truth and flat out bullshit out there. Um, So she took her professional and personal knowledge and blended it together and she is on a mission to help women just like us have a better dating experience whilst avoiding the liars and the cheats and the time wasters how does that sound perfect (laughs) (laughs) Um, ellie's also aware of the hazards of letting the wrong person into your life if you have kids at home which is really important so she urges us women to get skills and knowledge not only so you get your mr amazing but that you keep yourself and your kids physically and emotionally safe which as a single mum dating is such an important factor um ellie has a great online program and it's called love with less lies and i can say from the bottom of my heart that it's a great program because i've actually done it and i highly recommend it to anybody who's um about to start dating again or already is dating without much luck Um, And I know that Ellie has got a super special deal for Beanstalk Mums, as she always does. And um, I'll let her tell you about that at the end of today's chat. So, Ellie, welcome back to the Beanstalk podcast. Thank you, Lucy, for the lovely introduction. Thank you. (laughs) That's all right. Sorry, it was a little bit long, but I really (laughs) felt it was worth sharing that information because you have got this perfect blend of professionalism, expertise and experience on the dating scene to be able to give us some really spot on advice today. Yeah, it's a bit of a minefield out there. So anything I can do to help, um, I'd like to do. Yep. Yes. Well, and I, as I've already said to people, I know you, I've spoken to you before, so I'm not going to waste any time with some with small talk here. I'm just going to head straight into our questions um, awesome. because I know that, yeah, we're going to really be able to help some people here and change the way 
um, they date and possibly even help them find that Mr. Amazing, which would be wonderful. Yeah. Um, so look, Ellie, my first question for you, and then I'll let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't yet. You know that. We, we might be here for two hours. So everyone <laughs> stick with us if we go over the 30 minutes, ladies. I know. I, I know it. <laughs> right. Here goes. Look, single mums are super busy. So let's take this right back to the beginning. We don't want to waste our precious time or our babysitting tokens going out with the wrong guy. So what are your tips to weed out the duds early on, ideally before we even go on the first date? Ah, awesome question. Awesome first question. Um, And you're right, Lucy, time. Time is our most precious commodity. We can't ever buy that back or get that back. And single mums are crazy busy, whether you're working or not. My my girls are, are young adults now, and I look back on the the years of them being little and I just remember juggling balls in the air and dropping the balls and and it's Mm. a bit of a blur can you relate to that absolutely (laughs) after the weekend I've had yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we've got to kind of slow it down and be be a bit more kind of mindful with what we're doing but also think about how we use our time and and I understand I deeply understand that sometimes even the idea of dating seems impossible let alone trying to find that one person who's going to Tick all your boxes and make it worthwhile to actually go down that path again, particularly if you've been hurt or burnt or you still, you know, your heart is broken. So um, I understand that. And one of the hazards that applies across the board is around truthfulness and honesty. And as you mentioned, that's one of the themes that I run across all my programs. So I think a great starting point so we don't waste our time is to make sure that you're ready to attract someone into your life and make sure you've done done the work on yourself before you dive into the dating pool because if you haven't dealt with the past or let it go, um, if you're not ready to find that that person and bring them into your life and really open up and open your heart, um, then sometimes you approach the whole dating thing as a chore or a frustration and, and you just get stuck in this loop where you go, it's not working, there's no one out there and then you go, I'm wasting my time, I can't juggle the balls, it's just, and you get in this, this loop. Um, so, I mean, if you're looking just for some fun, and you know just to sort of test the waters then then do that and stay safe doing that but with the focus on on dating with the intent to find an amazing partner and build a longer uh, relationship there's some simple rules that that I think apply Um, if you're online dating which is probably the most common way people are meeting people these these days then what I say is move past the texting um, stage or the messaging stage as quickly as you can um, I know people that have got stuck in that stage and they've been texting for weeks and weeks and even months, even months. Get on the phone, get to hear his or her voice as quickly as you can and connect in that way. Don't don't waste um, time just texting and then you think you've got this connection with them but we can write any sort of words on a text and people can wow you or woo you with the words but you need to hear how those words are delivered it's called the paralinguistics of the communication the tone the pitch the rate the speed the volume the inflections the pauses the ums the ums. that that gives you more insight into into someone's attitude into their character so just be careful don't get um don't get stuck just texting and um and i did have a, a, a client coaching client recently that i needed to snap her out of that and we had one session early on and she she said, oh, my heart's broken. I really, I really, really liked this guy. And I said, tell me about, like, I didn't realize you were seeing someone. And, and it was just texting. And she, <laughs> she'd had this relationship or textationship um, with him around just texting. And 
And she'd spent a lot of time and she was checking her phone all the time and, you know, getting worried if it didn't text back. And that, it actually went on for weeks. She hadn't told me about it. She went on for weeks and weeks and then um, it broke up and she was heartbroken and she was in her head in a relationship and um, she'd spent a lot of time on that. So I say get on the phone as quickly as possible. Get in front of them as quickly as possible if you think that there's something there. Um, and if they're, if they're not shaping up to to be your Mr. Amazing, then next move on don't mm. don't waste it i'm trying to make somebody fit into you know a square peg into a round hole if you know what i mean yeah interesting that you just said that at the end actually <laughs> because i think there might in some cases be people who do hold off that meeting because it's all going so well on the textation <laughs> everything's yep. going perfectly but we all know that when you actually meet up in real life very possible that it won't be that the sparks there for both of yeah. you so holding back on that actually keeps that comfort of whatever it is you've got going a little yes. bit maybe um so it's that's a a fantasy isn't it like because you're, you're creating this um you're like oh my god you know he, he's so attentive he's so romantic he's so passionate he's so yes <laughs> And it's easy to write that. Like they might even be, you know, Googling some how to write romantic texts and copying them <laughs> across to you. So, and I understand why we do that. I understand the um, attraction to stay in that textationship. Um, and, and that's okay to make you feel good for the short term. But if you are looking for something longer term and, you, and you've got a strategy together, then uh, don't don't spend too much time yeah. on that. I and, think and it's great thing, advice. I think that some people I know, some of my coaching clients have said, oh, I'm not really good on the phone. Um, I'm really good on text and I, you know, I, and so they, they kind of tell themselves these limiting story. I'm not good on the phone or I'm nervous to meet. So if that's the case that you're not confident to talk on the phone or you're scared to meet up, that signals to me you've still got some work to do on your, on your self-worth and your self-confidence. Mm. Uh, so get to the core of that. What is it that you're afraid of? Like what is it you need to do some work on? There's so many resources out there. Um, there's so many ways that you can build that inner strength so that you can have that confidence to talk to somebody and to meet somebody and to, to go after what you want yeah. and what yeah it's about looking at the situation and identifying where the problems are and it might well be a problem that we've got with ourselves having been through you know pretty horrific breakups with the fathers of our kids we're bound to have some issues that need to be resolved but the other point that you made in that answer which was really important I thought was to make sure that you're ready as well to date um i think so many people jump into it too soon and um it's not fair on anybody um that the you know even the guy that you're you're potentially going to have a date with if you're not ready so uh, again uh, maybe a bit of work needs to be done on yourself before you are ready to date but yeah i think timing is is really important when dipping that toe back in to the dating world (laughs) And, and getting really honest with yourself, like we want honesty from other people, particularly in that dating world. We hate it when people lie to us. We hate it when they lie in their profiles. We hate it when they lie um, when we catch up with them. We, you know, but the first person we need to be honest with is is self, and go 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 deep on that. And it can be a bit painful to kind of open that Pandora's box and see what's in it. But um, you know, that's the first part of of, of self growth, of self healing to be able to firstly live an amazing life, forget the partner for a second, just to live a completely fulfilling, happy, um, you know, inspiring life. Um, Get that happening before you you look at bringing somebody into your life. Mm, Yeah, absolutely right. Look, so we've talked about the dud men out there (laughs) and, and, and how we avoid them. But 
we do make mistakes in the dating world. I know women don't make many mistakes, but occasionally we do. <laughs> so what no, we're perfect. Say, oh, yeah, almost perfect. Um, what would you say are the most common mistakes women make in the early stages of dating and how can we stop ourselves from making them? Okay. Um, there's, oh, there's probably a, a list of these. The ones that jump into my head, I think judging someone too harshly because of past hurt um, comes in. So thinking about what we've been through mm. and where somebody let us down or hurt us or are still hurting us. And, and then we've got so many filters and biases that we don't realize we have. Um, around cognitive bias and unconscious bias, there's actually 188 different biases that have been identified that operate in our brain at any given time. So um, and that's that's a topic for another day. But yeah. Um, we, realize, we, we think we're in control of our thoughts. We think we're in control of, but there's so much going on, stuff from our childhood, stuff from every relationship we've ever had, stuff from the last relationship that we have. Um, and all of that causes us to, to um, you know, it's, how, it's the lens through which we view life. Mm. Um, so the more self-aware you can get in relation to that, the, the better. So we can judge somebody way too harshly because of all those filters and because of past um, hurt. So that's the first one. Um, the second one would probably be not being open enough to to something or someone outside our strict checklist. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm all for checklists, okay? I'm all for getting clear on what is it you want? Who is it you want? But not so much going, I want six foot two with blue eyes, with blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes, okay, I'm all right with that too. But but it's more about get, when you get to know yourself on a really deeper level and get to know and, and dream and, and plan about the life that you want. What is that life that you want? And who is the best person to be beside you on that journey? And what are they going to add to your life? What are you going to add to their life? So, yes, it might be great if they look a certain way um, and there's certain criteria that we all have, again, based on our filters, um, but go deeper than that and, and also be aware to that you sometimes step out of your checklist um, because it doesn't always come packaged exactly the way that um, that you think it will. And and those of those people that know my story in our past podcast that we did together, um, Lucy, I'll just quickly mention. Yeah, that, no, I was just uh, about to say, tell us your story. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I went out looking for my, my Mr. Amazing, and he came he came packaged as a widower um, with two little boys and. And living in a different state, I was in Melbourne, he was in Adelaide. Um, there was a whole lot of things that just like, that's not on my checklist. Like, oh, you know, a guy that a year ago he'd lost his wife after 15 years of marriage, two little boys. Um, my girls were, were getting to the age that they were almost independent. Um, like, oh, that's not, that wasn't on my checklist. So you've got to be prepared that the universe will give you what you ask for because he actually was what I asked for. It just came packaged um, differently. Yeah. So, um, And the other thing is just, not to take dating too seriously. I mean, I, I coach a lot of women that, that just get really intense about it and then and then they get disappointed like, oh, my God, there's so many duds out there and oh, it's just not working for me and oh, like where are the good ones and there's no good ones left and just chill, like mm. r- relax and have a strategy, have a plan. But, but um, you know, the mistake we made is make is sometimes just getting getting too intense or too serious. And you can you can learn something from every single interaction with every single human being that you come across. In my view, mm. um, something about yourself, something about the world, something about humans, something about them, something that you didn't know. So if you can approach it like that, yes, you've got your end goal. But it's it's not so much about the end goal. Yes, we want a great relationship, but it's also who you become along the way. So don't lose sight of that opportunity to grow along the way. 
Yeah, and I, I actually notice a lot of what you're talking about there, Ellie, with people sort of feeling really quite let down by their experiences in the dating world and making claims to the fact that everyone's a dad and, you know, there's a lot of memes going around of skeletons mm. in cupboards and in <laughs> and saying this is the dating world in yep. your 40s. But, and, and I do, I get it, because if you've had a few sort of disastrous relationships, it can feel a little bit depressing. But... You know, you can make light of it. And something that I recently did was got together a whole heap of stories from mums on the single mum vine, um, a date, you know, unbelievable dating stories. Yes. And, you know, they were hilarious to read through. And I put them together into a blog article. And it's a really popular article. And I think it's really nice for people to read through and think, oh, it's not just me. And actually, it's quite funny when we share these stories. So if oh, something does go wrong, on a date tell your mate about it have a laugh about it and move on and that might help rather than holding it inside and thinking oh that was just awful tell someone and laugh about it and I I, I remember walking up to the wrong guy once on on a date and and I was I I was looking good feeling good and was like I looked over then there's a guy standing kind of roughly where I thought he would be and I thought oh he's all right he's better than his photo (laughs) walked up to him and I said hi and he goes hi and I said, how you doing? How you doing? And, like, so we're just talking, kind of didn't get, get very deep. And then his girlfriend came and walked <laughs> up. He, he, was just, he was trying to suss out why I was talking to him, but he was, you know, I'm being a bit flirty. And he was just, like, and then she just glared at me and I went, oh, oh, oh. oh you see, you see, now you could go and get back in your car and think, yeah. oh, my God, how awful was that? Or you, you could text your mate and tell her straight away. And it just changes the experience straight away, doesn't it? Well, I had it? to wait for the real, the real one to come along. And, and so he rocked up. He was running late. And he was like, oh, okay, you're not as good as the <laughs> <laughs> I got take him. It, <laughs> I take it that didn't go anywhere. But it was was fun and interesting. But it was a funny story to tell and that that makes it a good thing. Okay, so um, other than there being a spark um, when we meet somebody, how can we tell if we found a potential great catch after just one or two dates? What are the signs, Ellie? Come on, tell us. I think think, um, spark is important. I think think some sort of – I think that's your – your gut and your unconscious mind sort of kicking in. Again, I'm going to overlay it with make sure you've done the work on yourself because you can do some sabotaging and, and there could be spark there, but you just you just knock it out of the park and sabotage it. So, um, you know, I think, I think that always comes with everything that I teach is be ready to feel the spark because you're not going to feel the spark if your heart's closed and if you're going into that situation with uh, this is never going to work or all men are, you know, duds or he's just like my ex or all of those things. So you've got to be ready for that spark to um, to to happen. But also um, be aware you can – I mean, I, I believe whatever you ask the universe for will come to you. And I, I, I asked for a nice guy. So a number of years ago I just said I want a nice guy. I wasn't very specific. And I did. I got this nice guy. This is this is some years ago before my, my current partner – got this nice guy and I was like oh yeah this is it and and I believed that this was my Mr. Amazing but then I realized deep down it he wasn't he wasn't the one I had all this spark happening but there was other reasons other things that he didn't align with with my goals and my dreams but I was trying to make him fit <laughs> and really what I realized I was trying to do was fill up my love tank so I was feeling I was feeling a bit empty myself mm. I was having dramas with my daughters and dramas with my ex and 
And I was feeling empty. I was feeling a bit alone. And this nice guy, which we want nice guys, but it was not the right nice guy. And um, so after we broke up, which was a little bit, you know, traumatic for us all, um, I got more specific on my dreams and, and my goals. What is it that I want to out of life? What is it that I, you know, and, and that, that person that's going to come to my head, not only will be there a spark there, but will be aligned with our values, which is so important to know what your values are. And then when, you, when you're really clear on those values and then think about how you play them out in your life, then, then you've, you've got something to go fishing for because you want somebody with not exactly the same values but aligned values with the ones that are important to you. So, um, yeah, I, I sort of did work on myself um, and invested in reading and training programs and all of those things to get clear on what are my values, who am I, what do I want out of this life for the next, you know, 20, 30, 50 years. Um, and um, so that – then when you feel that spark and then you've got something to talk about with your aligned values, then then I think it starts to fit together and you go, okay, I'm on a good path here. Yeah, and it's really important to even look and see what your own values are because oh. I didn't really until probably in the last few years make it clear in my head what my values were and they had come from my journey from being yeah. married to a marriage breakdown and only then did I realise what was important to me long term in life and that was when I discovered my own values. So it's a really great exercise to do that. Uh, it takes work, even values and goals. Like they, they, most, a lot of you know people that I work with, they can't answer that question. You know, what, what are your values? Oh, I like um, family. Okay. Mm. What else? And what are your dreams? Uh, uh, most of my dreams have been shattered. I don't think I'll get them anymore. Okay. What are your goals? Uh, lose a few kilos. Like, so they're very wishy-washy and, they're, they're, and it can actually be a hard exercise to go deep on those things. Mm. So, and that's why a lot of people avoid it because it just starts to get a bit um, scary or a little bit challenging. But it's so worth it. It'll help you with everything, with your, with the work that you do, the money that you earn, your, your health and fitness and your relationships. Yeah, it is so important. And also, I think in terms of a relationship with somebody, if you're looking for long term, it is so important that values align, values and goals, because if 100%. they don't, you're going to find, as I think, I mean, I know the reason that my marriage broke up was because we just grew apart. Our values yeah. changed as we grew and our goals were different and we just couldn't hold it together for that reason. That was all it yeah. was. Was, and that's why a lot of relationships break up so I think if I was to do a long-term relationship again I definitely want to make sure that we were both looking for the same thing exactly the same thing in the future yeah and that's what because I'm married and you can for, talk for love yeah. I didn't stop and think in the slightest of what we wanted for the future I was just madly in love before <laughs> <laughs> which I suppose yeah, is well, that, good that reason. happens when you're sort of 26 and 27 and then you're 28 yeah. and the biological clock kicks in too and you go oh my god I've got to have a baby yeah. Um, and that was the same in my marriage too. Like he was a he was an okay he was a good guy, you know. That was, but it, we just were on a different path. And being mm. honest with yourself and being able to have that conversation is important too. Yeah, yeah. Look, so <clears throat> what signs should we look for, Ellie, to indicate that a guy is into us after we've had just that first date? How can we tell? How can we know? And how can we not mix everything up and come out <laughs> with the wrong answer? <laughs> okay, so assuming our head is now clear and we're focused and we're enjoying the journey and we've done yes. some work. <laughs> I, I think um, when a guy likes a girl, it's, it's probably fairly obvious. And I think it comes down to how much effort they're willing to, to put in. Um, when a guy really likes a girl, he, he will put the effort in. He, he won't play games. He will make time. Um, and, I, and I know that on the Vine and in other areas, I, I see conversations happening where, um, hey, I had a good date. I haven't heard from the guy. What do you think I should do? Or, or women saying, I, I text him. He hasn't texted me. Should I text again? 
or um, I should I call him? We've like so people aren't kind of sure how how far they should go or when they should wait or. Um, but I, look, I say if you if you like a guy, if there's a connection there, if there's a spark there, if there's some wow factor, let him know that. Let him know that that's how you feel. Let him know that you're interested and keen. And if he's not coming back with with texts, with conversations, with dates to catch up, um, and is always full of excuses, I say that's a red flag. That doesn't mean rule him out completely because yes, he could have a busy life and he, you know, in, in the early stages, be dating other people, which is quite acceptable. Um, but when a guy likes a girl, um, it's, it's sort of the caveman natural thing. Like I want this girl and I will go out of my way to get mm. this girl if he, if he likes her. So if he's just pushing you away and is always too busy, busy this weekend, busy that weekend, has a text back apologizing for next, it just, if that pattern just keeps going, um, I say red flags. I just think he's not that into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a book, isn't there? I was just about to say it, and then he said that he's just not that into you. The book yeah, is the movie apt. too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually read the book because, as you know, Ellie, I had a disastrous relationship that took me a while to get over, and I think that book was a real saviour for me. And um, I have had a few, um, you know, a few meetings with guys since, um, but I've learned a lot. Exactly what you've said. If they're into you, they'll let you know, and if they're not into you right at the very beginning that when it when they're meant to be the most into you it's not going to get any better it's mm. not going to change so it is really important isn't it to make sure um that and I think some guys are can be into you but they haven't got the the guts to do anything about it and in a way I always think well I'd like a man who can actually stand up and get what he wants as well yeah. so that's important for me uh- and that's part of working out um, your values too. That would that would have been part of your values work, Lucy, to work out you know where that where that fits in in communication, the value of communication, and being able to actually express what you want and go after what you want and have some drive. I mean, you're a woman that has a lot of inner personal drive, and you want a guy that has that too, which means he's okay to you know get in touch and tell you what he wants and speak up. But also think about I think ladies need to think about. Um, their um, self-worth too that they are setting the bar high to be to, to what they deserve not low because mm. they have a low self-worth um, yes I, I can go out and help every woman I've ever coached to find a relationship tomorrow they could do that but will it be an amazing relationship you don't want just a relationship you want yeah. something that is amazing you want something that is special you want something that makes your heart sing to do that, do the work on yourself, set the bar high, know what your values are and put a strategy together. Get some help if you need it. Um, work with a coach, do some courses, do some reading and go after it and have some fun with it. And um, But set that bar high. Don't work out who do you want walking by your side and what value do you add to their life as well. Yeah, and you want to have a relationship that makes you feel good, not feel bad, which I know sounds so obvious, but the amount of people I've seen lately having relationships which seem to be quite torturous in are they going to call back, am I going to hear from them, are we going out this Saturday night, you shouldn't be feeling like that. You shouldn't be feeling uh, unsure of what the next day is going to bring, unsure of how he's going to treat you or what he's going to say to you. You should be feeling confident that you're going to be seeing him because he wants to see you, you're going to hear from him. Um, and I think that so many people are in relationships that actually have a negative feeling rather than a positive one, and they don't realise it until it's too late. That's I've done it, it. And, I've that, done it and that's a self-reflection piece, and that comes back to your self-worth. Yeah. If, if you're being treated badly, um, 
it's easy to blame somebody else. They go, he this or he this or she this or, or whatever. Forget the blame. That's just a, that doesn't get you anywhere. It comes back to what am I putting up with? Yeah. So wherever we're at in our life is exactly what we're prepared to put up with. If we're in a shitty job um, and we've been in that shitty job for years and years, well, that's a self-worth thing. We're prepared to put up with a shitty job. Yes, exactly. Um, if, if anything about our life, if we're, if we're not as healthy, uh, fit as we want to be, that's our standard that we set at that time. And at any point in time, you can adjust your, your standards and improve and put the work in. It takes work. You get nothing for nothing. But, <laughs> but it's worth um, it. Yeah, it's worth it. Okay, look, I'm just looking at the clock. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, we did it, we did it again. <laughs> Stop, watch. No, we're all right, we're all right. We're going to run over very slightly, but I, I do want Stop to, I, I need to get this last question in. Um, look, do you have any other tips that you can leave us with um, to help us, the ladies who are listening in, to fast-track their success in finding great partner without losing their mind or without losing hope? Any other tips don't that we haven't in mind, talked ladies, about? Don't lose hope. Don't, don't lose hope. You've got to hang on to hope. And, and there's lots of great things out there. I think um, get passionate about your life before you start looking for someone to share it with. Um, I think that's that's really important. So get passionate. Get Love your life. Love your life and then bring somebody in that, that mm. is beside you, that they're not filling that gap. They're actually beside you. Um, I think that's the first thing. Number two, um, would be invest in your own growth. And I've said this a couple of times is, look, I, I, I think that sometimes we spend more money on the hairdresser or, or finding that perfect pair of shoes or mm. um, spending money on that. And a lot of people in general, but I'm going to just say single mums here, they they don't see, they go, I haven't got a lot of money or, you know, my cash flow gets spent on the kids or on something else or on the pets. Um, tip the money into but there's so many there's so many free resources so it's not always about money there's so many free resources out there um i'd say to my clients um a minimum of read a minimum of a book a month and do that you can do that on audible and listen to audiobooks whilst you're doing the mum things and hanging out the washing and all of that you can you can add to your knowledge and invest in your own growth so i I say that's a biggie and the other thing is have, have fun with it um set your intention to learn something new on every date and and really take something away from it and um even if that person that you catch up with is is not your mr amazing doesn't matter it's who you're becoming along the way and and you will find him or her and if you if you have the the belief and the strategy and you get passionate about that that opportunity and don't lose hope and don't lose your mind in, enjoy the journey in, exactly I was just about to say it Ellie we keep I, I keep going to say things and you said them I was just about to say enjoy the journey ladies but I yeah. said it as well just to, just to bring that point home <laughs> thank you so much for that now look that's the end of our questions which we've managed to squeeze oh. in which is quite amazing I thought we might have to miss one off um but before we go, Ellie, can you please tell my listeners where they can go to find out more about you if they'd like to get some some more information from uh, from you about what you do? And you've also got a special for our listeners. So can you tell us what that is um, as well? Hey, awesome. Um, so there's a Truth Lies Love new closed Facebook um, group. So we've had the Truth Lies Love page before, but I, I do more work sort of in a, in a more enclosed environment than I'm on the open Facebook uh, site. So um, there's a, if you can go to Truth Lies Love and go to the closed um, group and that, that will let you into this, this ecosystem where I'm just starting to, to build that new page or that new group. 
Um, and in there, you'll find some links and some resources and some uh, various things. But one thing that I am offering anyone that comes into that group is a free 30-minute coaching call to kickstart your new direction. So it's not just a 30-minute chat. Hey, tell me about your life. What's going on? I'll, I'll really... Um, switch your mind into sort of fast track and give you a couple of really meaningful, tangible things that you can change and do straight away to start you on a, a better, more productive path around that personal growth, that self growth, and and obviously on the track to finding um, a great relationship if that's your if that's your goal. Um, so jump into that and um, and you can there's a calendar link in there and you can book in for that that free session. So no obligation, just three that thirty minute session. Um, if you want some more help after that, I can help. Um, and also, Lucy, you mentioned the um, the online course, the mm-hmm. seven-step online yes. course. Um, so that's actually had a name change, same course, but um, it's called Love With Less Lies. We've put a couple of other little resources and free eBooks in there as well. Um, so that's that's only $297 for the, the whole course, including the eBooks. But um, all your wonderful women and network get a $100 off that. So... Um, and I think you've got the link there somewhere for the, the code on that, but it's Beanstalk100, and um, all the links are in that Facebook page to be able to get to all those specials, and I can talk to you more about that once you once you come in into that group. Oh, you're very good to us. You offer us so many specials, so it's fantastic, and Ellie's always chatting on the single mum vine as well, but I'm hoping that after this chat we can get quite a few ladies who want to specifically talk about dating over onto your closed group Ellie because I'm sure they'll get so much value from that and I shall be coming over myself as well Um, (laughs) I won't be offering any expert advice on dating don't worry it's just starting now so if we've only got a few people in there don't feel uh, alone in there because we're going to build some momentum on that and really get that rocking and and, um, and it's all about positivity so don't come in there if you want to bitch and whinge we're coming in there with we've got this I own my life and I'm looking for something fantastic and we're going to help build each other just like the beautiful vine does so what a brilliant space and it's so so needed so we'll definitely be be, um, pushing people through from the vine to you to get that advice that they need so thank you for those specials and thank you for telling us where we can find you and and thank you once again for coming on and (laughs) chatting to us and I just want to make sure that everybody knows that Ellie is actually um, getting married to the love of her life (laughs) at the end of this year so when she speaks she speaks from real experience and from success as well and and, um, and as as Ellie mentioned, she met um, uh, somebody who was packaged packaged up entirely differently to what she was expecting. But she, you met him on RSVP, didn't you? So, so an online website. So you know, this is uh, this is proof that it is possible. Um, but you know, it, it takes pulling everything back to where you know, right back to the core sometimes. And sorry, that's my daughter texting me. And I can my, hear my that beeping. beeping. Oh my God. You just say like, I'm on a podcast for the half an hour. How hard is that? But yeah, uh, bring me- to motherhood. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are mums here doing They don't really realise that you have a life. You know I that. Know. Your children actually don't think that you're just this thing that feeds no, them. No, but it's like, I'm on a podcast. Don't text me. Okay. On one message. Sorry. On the next. Ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs> I love it. I love it. (laughs) As I was saying, you need to sometimes bring it back and work on yourself. And that's a bit that you can really help with Ellie and then move people forward and get into the dating scene when they're ready. So thank you so much. Your advice is amazing. Always love chatting to you. Thank Um, you, Lucy. And thank you, everyone.
Thank you. And look, and to all the single mums listening, please don't lose hope when it comes to dating. Um, We know what it's like. We've all been there and we've had some bad experiences in the past, but there are ways to change it moving forward. And I think Ellie's explained that to us really clearly today. So my advice is to to take up that 30 minutes free chat with Ellie. I can't tell you how brilliant she is. I've used Ellie before and one of my very close friends has used Ellie to get through a particularly difficult time in her life. And I don't know quite what would happen if Ellie wasn't there for her then so so and and get into this group and, and chat to other people in a really positive space about dating as well because it makes a huge difference if you change the way that you think about it but like Ellie and I both said please um you know make sure you're ready and then get out there have some fun and enjoy that journey and look very quickly um if you've not visited my website beanstalkmums.com.au make sure that you do um you'll find more podcasts like this and there's lots of other wonderful resources for your single mother journey and you can chat to me anytime on the single mum vine facebook group or on the anonymous single mum forum which you can get to through the website and one final point before you go if this podcast has helped you and I hope it has and please take just 30 seconds to rate and review it because the more reviews we get the more easier it is for people to find the podcast and then I can help other mums who need um, this free support guidance and just a companionship so um, until next time ladies goodbye <laughs>